You're listening to the one and only podcast bringing to you the hottest topics affecting Africans. Hosted by yours truly, Emanuela. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Growing Africa. I do honestly really appreciate from wherever you're listening to. Thank you so much. Um, Today we'll be talking about coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. Has anyone ever wondered why, you know, it's called coronavirus? Like, why is it called corona? Honestly, it sounds like someone's name. It feels like I could have been like, hey, corona, how are you doing today? Also, if your name rhymes with corona, please forgive your parents, okay? They did not foresee this. But guess what rhymes with Corona? Alexa, Nokia, and Motorola. I believe that coronavirus could actually end up disappearing like Nokia and Motorola or advancing into our commercials like Alexa. Sadly, it's in the life of over a million people as we speak worldwide. And to understand this virus much more better, I feel like it would be beneficial for us to listen to this address, take notes from the Minister of Health in China, Now, there might be some new information for some of us, and some of us might have heard this like a million times, while some of us might think that this is actually a good way to verify or clarify whatever we already know. So take a listen, please. What we know about this novel coronavirus. This virus comes from the family of coronavirus, which includes other viruses such as MERS and SARS, as well as the milder variants causing common cold. The medical consensus at this moment is that the novel coronavirus is more transmissible but appears less deadly than SARS. Evidence suggests that the rate of human-to-human transmission of this virus appears to be higher than that of SARS. For now, the evidence also suggests that transmission is mostly via droplets. What this means is that the virus is carried within droplets emitted from an infected person over a short distance, such as when a person coughs or sneezes. If these droplets come into contact with the eyes, nose or mouth of an individual directly or indirectly through hands that have come into contact with these droplets, the individual may become infected. To clarify, there is no evidence currently to suggest that the virus is airborne. There are other viruses, such as the chickenpox, which can easily be transported via air, via air currents, and do not require droplets to contact the eyes or nose. The novel coronavirus is not in this category of viruses. The novel coronavirus could also transmit through surface contact. Let me explain. When a person sneezes or coughs, the droplets fall onto the surfaces of tables and chairs, and the virus may remain alive for up to a few days. When someone else touches the surfaces of these tables and chairs, the virus can be transferred to his hands, and if he then rubs his eyes or nose without washing his hands, he may become infected. So we should wash our hands. This is also why we only quarantine the close contacts of confirmed cases for more transient transient contacts, such as individuals that that the confirmed cases may have walked past in malls or hotels, the risk of transmission is low. For coronavirus generally, the person is most infectious when he is displaying symptoms, or what you call symptomatic. And this is likely to be the case for the novel coronavirus as well. There is evidence of limited spread from a person without symptoms during the incubation period. 
However, this form of transmission may be uncommon and has so far involved isolated cases only. At this point, the evidence still points towards higher transmissibility when the person is displaying symptoms. As such, medical professionals, both overseas and in Singapore, have advised that the most effective way that we can protect ourselves is to practice good personal hygiene. We should regularly wash our hands with soap and water. It is important to note that COVID-19 became a common enemy of every mankind, including Donald Trump. And when we have a common enemy, we unite. However, looking closely at the statistics of majority of African countries that has had this coronavirus, first contacted it by an European or Asian person, flying into the countries and infecting the Africans. This raises the question, coronavirus or colonial virus? Well, let me know what you guys think at growingupafrica at gmail.com. Again, it's growingupafrica at gmail.com. And we will definitely reply you on this podcast. Now, COVID-19 has forced the world into self-isolation. And this has caused for us to see some unforeseen evil like never before. Okay, People are out there spitting and coughing to infect others. But in the midst of this... Let's look at the positives. I know, there are positives that we can look at. So, number one, less pollution is being admitted into the air and soil. Animals can finally feel like they are cohibitors of the earth and not slaves. We have no excuse not to read books like the Bible. We have time to self-reflect and exercise at home. We have time to spend with our loved ones and some of us, finally, have learned to wash our asses and hands properly, okay? Amen to that, okay? (laughs) I understand that, you know, not everyone is in the situation of going home to their loved ones. But listen, God's got us all under control. Stay praying, stay sanitized, and don't give excuses. So reflect on the positive and keep yourself happy. And you know, while we're celebrating the positive... Y'all know that I have to expose some lies, okay? Because I have honestly come across some hilarious fake news out there. So let's take a listen to this pastor who has claimed that he can cure corona. Let me know what you guys think about this at growingupafrica at gmail.com. I am going to China to go and deal with coronavirus. Wherever they went in the land of the dead to invoke that 
at other demons from the pit of hell that has introduced coronavirus and is using it to cause confusion in the world by the stripe of Jesus. Holy Ghost! By the way, this pastor actually ended up contacting um, the virus. Very sad. Okay, so now many Africans have been forced to stay at home. But the thing is that Africans for a long time have been cultured to leave, depend and gather in communities. So let's take a listen to this Nigerian man in these times of self-isolation. To buy another one. Well, if the government says everyone should stop going out, stop going to the markets, are you willing to stay back? is what I'm, I'm saying now. How can I stay back at my house? Because I don't have the, unless they unless they provide something for us. As, as I said earlier, that the Americans they, they bring they give money to their citizens. You understand me to stay at home. That is government that cares for citizens. Nigerian government doesn't care for citizens. You understand me? If they say that we should stay at home, they have to provide for the masses. You understand me? I cannot stay at home. Well, I don't have money. I have children. I'm paying for house rent. I'm giving I'm feeding them. And myself also. How can I stay at home? What will I be doing at home when I don't have business at home doing? Don't you think you're going out to endanger them? Eh? Now, the government is definitely not as effective as in America. But to help sponsor the education of at least a student with a dollar or more, as most parents can't afford to do so anymore due to this pandemic in Africa, please visit www.irenfoundation.com to donate for this course. Again, it's www.irenfoundation.com to donate for this course. Now, I was able to catch up with a good friend of mine named Misa during this self-isolation. Okay, we did not come in contact. In case you're wondering and you're judging right now, we did not come in contact. Okay, now she's a student about to graduate and she's in her final semester. I caught up with her to ask her questions about how classes are going and how she's feeling about graduating this time of period. Please take a listen. Hello? Hi! Hi! <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't expect you to like, connect that fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like reading your message, so I, I got it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That makes sense. How's everything going? Okay. You know, as well as it can go for the situation we're in. Yeah, yeah. So let's kind of like talk about that. You're graduating in this semester, right? Yeah. In the spring. And, yeah. you know, like we've already had this coronavirus quarantine thing. So like, how do you feel about graduation? Honestly, um, I'm excited to be done. I've been in college for a while, I feel. So I'm still pretty excited. I wasn't planning to go to graduation and like the ceremony. So I'm like, maybe the odd one out with that. So I'm not like super bummed that like, we can't have a ceremony. But yeah, I'm excited to like just be done and essentially get my diploma and be done. <laughs> Are you kind of worried about like, you know, like the next step after graduation? Because like every, you know, everyone is on quarantine and I believe that, you know, some people might be worried about getting jobs 
or maybe like internships or like going to grad school since like there's nothing basically you know out there at this moment right right I am kind of worried but I'm like taking it day by day I did apply to some positions and they did tell me like by a certain date that I would hear back from them so I'm just kind of like waiting till then and like I'm just gonna keep looking for opportunities I'm also like trying to like finish strong with like my classes so I've been like focusing Mm -hmm. on that but like yeah once I guess like in two weeks I'll be much more like involved with that in the job search (laughs) how are classes going right now it's going well for most of it I I do have like this lab class that I'm in that I definitely am behind (laughs) but you know it's okay it's it's okay I'll get there next week is the last week of class right so like everything (laughs) that needs to be done will get done (laughs) (laughs) so like are you behind in the lab class or yeah i am i'm behind on lab reports okay okay i see because like i feel like a lot of people are behind in things right now because like you know deadlines are really (laughs) yeah it's hard because like you know when you miss a deadline you're i mean i work in my room so it's like oh i just missed a deadline and i'm in my room and like you don't really feel the consequences as much as if you're like (laughs) in class and it's like oh like you don't have like the pre-lab or the lab homework and Mm -hmm. you're like in class in front of the TA but no like when you're at home it's like oh I just missed lecture (laughs) 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 like you know like and it just feels like the next day will like it just feels like there's just like the consequences aren't as great but that's just an illusion because of course the work still piles up yeah yeah absolutely the work still piles up and that's the sad thing about like you know online classes but would you prefer online classes to like actual classes or do you think that you know like we should have a situation where like going forward we should be able to choose between like having online classes or actually going to class I mean I prefer like going to class I think it's like better for my learning to like go here in class and it it's easier to just go to class, I feel, because with online, it's like the work of like just listening to a lecture the first time already feels like schoolwork. You know what I mean? I feel like it's it's better. Also, like in class, we get to do more interactive things and it really facilitates like asking questions and uh, bouncing off ideas with like classmates easier than like online. Like I know for like one of my classes, there's a recitation and usually you know in our when we were doing it like in the physical space we would work in groups and it was more interactive and we would ask the TA for help with the questions but like now that it's on zoom I mean I don't know if if it's just like the time I went to but the time slot I went to but like when I signed into like the zoom meeting it was like everyone's camera and audio was off and it was just the TA just like waiting for a question the whole hour so <laughs> the whole hour. yeah it was like so yeah being in person it facilitates like discussion because like for some of us who are like worried about like asking a, a question that might be off or like judgment in that way it's like easier to just be in person to me I felt like you know like online classes actually you know I mean it has zoom benefits as well really you know like what <laughs> kind of benefits do you see in um, online learning so I see basically like the whole having to actually be in person 
takes away like a lot of anxiety that might actually come from you know being in person in class and being judged okay i could see that you know what i mean yeah yeah you know not every college or classroom is a friendly space for asking questions i know every professor is you know makes that space so that that's kind of like why i feel like you know that is a big part where we're just like you know sitting online you know because anxiety causes a lot of stress yeah which like makes people not want to attend classes it's just like if you fail a class and the lecturer starts looking at you with this eye or starts looking down at you like you wouldn't want to attend class anymore mm-hmm. or like if you're the only black person in the class and no one basically talks to you because of that and you know like they've probably just isolated you and you know the seat next to you is always empty for some reason (laughs) every time you come into class you know it's like that kind of discourages you from even being there in the first place so I feel like online classes actually it brings this safe space for that to just be leveled you know it brings this like clean leveled field because now like you don't actually know who is who anymore or like you can't judge people based on the physical or anything like that Mm -hmm. It's about the fact that like you've known them, but you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it creates that kind of like playing level of field as well. And also, I know like some exams might be harder because it's online and you know like the whole cheating thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can easily like call someone for you know some answers and things like that. But I s- do still feel like you have a better chance of improving your grades online than actually in class. I don't know what you think. What do you think about that? Um. I don't know. It depends. So far, my experience has been that at least for one class, yes, like it's helped me improve my grade because like the the syllabus changed and like the exam, like the professor that I had is being lenient. So like our exams appear to be easier, of course, because we have like access to all the notes too. For my experience, yeah, it's been easier to, to do better on online classes in terms of exams. Okay. Just because you think the professor has been lenient and, like, not the other way around. Yeah, I, I would have to hear from other people's experiences. But, yeah, because she made it pretty clear that she was being lenient. Okay, okay. I feel like the class that you, you're talking about now was naturally just a hard class. Oh, yeah, like the biochemistry. Okay, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's hard because it's, like, because a lot of the the difficulty in the biochem exam is remembering. There's one part is understanding the concept that we're learning. But the other part is like a lot of just remembering. <laughs> so like that's been completely taken away with like the open book. Because obviously like there's no way she could make it like not open book. So yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a big part of the difficulty of subject is like kind of lesson but i guess like the most important thing is to understand like mechanisms conceptually i guess what about you like do you feel like your exams have been easier or harder online or it's been easier to get a good grade or not um so i do think that like the exams have been harder because like they're all like open book exams and open book exams are like naturally just harder Mm, yeah well i honestly feel like the way we take the exams online are very uncomfortable you know Mm. it's like sometimes they're like in one sitting like you have to just go like 15 minutes straight on your seat and you know you have to choose some of them might be multiple questions some of them might be um you know some theory in it but then I had this exam where it was like 
you choose the option and then it just takes you to the next question and you're like <laughs> i need to kind of like change my mind on like number five and then you're like on number 30 so like and it's also being timed oh yeah so like you can't go all the way back because you have to like pick one and then two and then you know you have to wait for your internet to keep on loading the questions loading questions yeah. until you get to number five because you must change your mind oh my god i was like no man no this is horrible well thank you so much um maya for yeah no being problem. on the podcast thank you so so much mm-hmm. well this is all we have for you on the podcast i hope you learned a lot and we're definitely blessed please keep yourself alive don't wait for the government to help you. And to support this podcast, please help us reach our goals and become a Patreon member. You can honestly just Google Growing Up Africa Patreon and don't forget to follow us on Instagram. It's at Growing Up Africa. Thank you all so, so much for listening and please stay tuned for the next one. I hope say this podcast sweet your belly. The podcast enter you searing wellele. Uh-huh. Join us again next time on this podcast will be called Growing Up African for the next episode.